Well, good morning. It is Monday, April 11th, and we celebrated Palm Sunday yesterday. For those of you who are joining me for the first time, my name is Gwen Pugh. I'm a pastor with the United Methodist Church. Currently, I pastor Grand Avenue United Methodist Church in Connorsville, Indiana. And I am thrilled to come back and speak about being refined, renewed, and restored and what scripture means for us today. Uh, because there are journeys that we all go through. Amen. And we have our highs and we have our lows. And so when we are at our lowest, that is our refining time. That is where we are called um, to come closer to the Lord during those hard times, those difficult times, those devastating times. So we are being refined and being refined means that we rely more and more on God every single day. And we realize that without him, we could not get through what we're going through. And then the renewing time is when we start seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, right? We find ourselves smiling again. We find ourselves finding joy in the simple things again. And it doesn't happen overnight. Um, but then we come to the restoring time. And that's our mountaintop experience where we can look back down the mountain that we have just climbed. And we can see how God has brought us all the way to the top. And he blesses us beyond measure, um, especially when we continue to praise him from the darkest time to the most joyous times in our lives, right? It's so easy to praise God when things are going well, isn't it? We thank him, we praise him, and, and we just rejoice because things are going the way we want in our lives. We're just so blessed. But what happens in the dark times? What happens in the difficult times, the devastating times? Do we continue to praise him? When we continue to praise him, we begin the healing journey because we are placing our faith and our trust in the Lord, no matter how we feel, no matter how devastated we are, no matter how broken we are, we place our faith and our trust in the Lord. And when we are faithful, we are faithful to God and we praise him. God is always faithful to us. And he brings us up out of the dark, dark times into the bright light of his love, his mercy and his grace. And yesterday was Palm Sunday. And I want to read a little bit of scripture to you about what we talked about yesterday during our worship service. But Palm Sunday, Jesus sent two disciples saying to them, and we can find this in Matthew chapter 21, starting with uh, verse two, Jesus saying to them, go to the village ahead of you. And at once you will find a donkey tied there with her colt by her, untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, say that the Lord needs them and he will send them right away. And this took place to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet. Say to daughter Zion, see your king comes to you gentle and riding on a donkey and on a colt, the foal of a donkey. So the disciples went and did as Jesus had instructed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and placed their cloaks on them for Jesus to sit on. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, while others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of him and those that followed shouted, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. And when Jesus entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred and asked, Who is this? And the crowds answered, This is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. 
And so that is what we celebrated yesterday during our worship service was when Jesus rode in and all the people were rejoicing because Jesus had come. And why were they rejoicing? They were rejoicing because they thought he had come to change their lives here on earth, to make things easier, to overthrow the king that was in place so that he would rule as king. But that was not what he had come for, was it? It was not to rule in a th- on a throne in Jerusalem. It was to rule over sin and death. And so three days later, three days later, the people called for him to be crucified. And why was that? How easy was that for them? I mean, how did they flip so quickly from praising him to, to shouting crucify him? It was because they were disappointed. They were angry. They were upset because he was not doing what they had expected him to do. And I want to ask the question, when things don't go well in our lives, do we get upset with God? Do we get upset with Jesus? Do we get angry? We have to ask ourselves these questions and search our hearts. We have begun Holy Week and we are coming closer to where we will be remembering Jesus dying on the cross. Good Friday. I always find that interesting. Good Friday. Um, We have Black Friday after Christmas, um, after Thanksgiving, I think is what it's called. Um, And so maybe I'm confused about that because I don't do that. I don't go Black Friday shopping. But Good Friday, how can that be good when Jesus died on the cross? Well, it can be good because he died for our sin. He became the sin of the world. He was the ultimate sacrifice. He gave his life for ours. And so during this week, as we come closer to the cross, we we must ask ourselves, would we be in the crowd that turned on him after three days and shouted, crucify him? Do we do that in our daily lives today when things don't go right? Do we blame God? Do we blame Jesus Christ? I have to tell you, that's a human emotion, but do we choose to do that? Do we choose to blame God or do we realize that if we look at Jesus' life, it was not an easy life, amen? It was not an easy life. he, He suffered, he was tortured, he was beaten, he was spat upon, he was humiliated, he was judged for sharing the truth, God's truth the good news. And so he was made to carry his own cross all the way up to Golgotha. And um, then he was nailed to the cross. And as he hung there, he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. What love is that? What love is that? Jesus died so that we might live. He is our intercessor He is our intercessor between us and God. We are able to come to God because of what Jesus has done. Used to, in the olden times, um, it was only the priests that could be in the presence of the Lord. We don't have that barrier anymore. We can come to the Lord and we can talk to the Lord about anything, whether we're angry, whether we're sad, whether we're happy. The Lord wants to hear from us and wants us to spend time with him. And in our world today, in such a chaotic world, full of anger, full of hate, full of immorality, um, the voices that seek to draw us away from the Lord, we need to be in the presence of God, reading his word, studying his word, and being in prayer. 
because that is where we are going to find our peace in the midst of the chaos. And things may get more difficult. They may get more difficult in the days to come with the inflation and the price of gas and the cost of food and the cost of just living. We need to focus on the Lord. And when Jesus died on the cross, he descended into hell. And after three days, he rose from the grave and he conquered hell. He conquered death and he is alive and he is seated at the right hand of God, his father, our creator. And we have the promise and assurance of eternal life. And he is coming back one day. One day we are going to see him face to face. And what a wondrous and joyous day that will be. That will be so awesome. Angels will be singing. When we see Jesus face to face, there will be no more tears, no more sorrow, no more grief, no more pain, no more death. And so that is what we we strive for within our lives is to seek to live as God has instructed us to live through his word and know that we are forgiven. We are made new when we accept Christ into our hearts, into our lives then we begin a new life. Everything, our past is gone. We are washed clean, made new, white as snow. But Satan will try to, make, try to make you go back to your past and feel guilty and feel horrible and feel like you're not worthy. Do you know what? You are a child created by God and you are worthy. You are worthy. You've accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior. Your past is gone. Do not go back there. Live for Jesus and live for the blessings that God has in store for you today and in the days to come. For we have no fear, right? The world would tell us we need to fear everything. We need to fear viruses. We need to fear the wars that are happening. We need to fear, 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 fear. And fear does not come from God. Fear comes from the enemy because the enemy, if he can make us fear, then we are drawn away from God and what God's promises are to us, right? God fulfills every one of his promises in his word through scripture from the Old Testament to the new. We find where God fulfills his promises. And so we stand strong on that. And so I want to encourage you that if you're going through a hard time, and especially now in these days, turn to Jesus, turn to God, and know that you are not alone, that you are going to walk up the mountain with God by your side. Jesus will even carry you when necessary and give you the strength to reach that mountaintop. And so that you can be restored, you will be refined through the difficult times renewed as we begin to come out of the difficult and the dark times into the light and the restored time when we reach the mountaintop and we are blessed beyond measure. We are always blessed. We need to look for those blessings in our days. Amen. We need to look for the blessings that we have in this world that we live in, the beauty that surrounds us. Step away from your phone. Step away from your television. Go outside. Take a deep breath. And look around at the beauty that God has created for us. Appreciate the friends and family that he has placed within your life uh, to be there in those dark times and in your daily lives. We are truly blessed. And when we are grateful, when we start our days out being grateful and thankful, then we have nothing to fear and we can let that joy rise up from within us and let that light shine from within us 
the light of Jesus Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit, and so that we live joyously even in the midst of trials and tribulations. And when we do that, others are going to want to know how can you be so joyous with everything that's going on in your life? And then you can share what Jesus has done for you and how you can experience that joy. And you can share it with them so that they can come to know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And so I hope this is an encouraging word. We are getting closer to Good Friday where we will remember what Jesus went through. In order for us to celebrate Easter, we cannot celebrate Easter without coming to the foot of the cross and going on this journey with Jesus. Because what Jesus did for us is a love beyond measure. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whosoever believes in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. That is our gift. That is our joy. That is our promise. And then on Easter Sunday, we we go to worship and we celebrate his resurrection for he is alive. I love this time of year. It's a difficult journey going all the way to the cross. But when Easter morning comes, the joy, you can I can feel the angels singing hallelujah in the heavens. And so I pray that you find a church that you can worship in on Easter morning because there's nothing like it to be able to come together and worship the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Well, I pray you all have a blessed week, and I will be back next Monday for another podcast. And again, please message me, leave a comment if there's something you would like for me to talk about or address regarding what's going on in our world today. I would love to do that. But know that you are not alone, that God is with you, that Jesus Christ carries you when necessary, goes above, below, behind, beside, and um, is just with you in all situations. And um, I love you. You pray for me. I'll pray for you. We need to pray for our world and our nation and our children, our children. The enemy is after our children. We need to pray for protection for the children of the world. And we need to be examples for the children to follow and to learn how to live and how to love uh, because that's how they learn. And we need to speak about the Bible, the word of God to our children so that they know the truth because the world is going to tell them something different. Well, all of you have a blessed week. Have a wonderful Easter Sunday. And I will be back uh, next Monday for another message. God loves you. Jesus loves you. And so do I. Take care. God bless.